The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Brute Force. If it doesn't work... You're just not using enough. You're listening to Softweb Radio. Special operations military news and straight talk with the guys in the community. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Softweb Radio. Softweb Radio on time, on target. I'm your host this morning. Steve Balistrieri. We're joined today by a very special guest, Mark Rosengard, who comes from my neck of the woods up in Massachusetts. So uh, prior to us coming on the air, we were talking about hockey. So, you know, we had to stop the hockey talk because uh, Mark was, uh, well, he's had a a very varied and uh, interesting career. We're going to get into all that in special operations. But specifically today, we're going to talk about uh, Task Force Dagger in the early days of 
war in Afghanistan and as it's winding down now. So we want to welcome Mark to the uh, podcast and we're going to get into all that. Mark, thanks for taking the time this morning. How you doing? Great, Steve. And I appreciate uh, you reaching out to ask me to join. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I hope uh, that what we have to talk about will be interesting to, to everyone on the Oh, I'm sure it will. And, uh, you know, fill in our listeners a little bit about your career. And you had a pretty varied and interesting uh, career of your own. Sure. Uh, I came into the service when I graduated from school in 1979. Uh, I was an infantryman to begin with and took a first assignment down at Fort Stewart uh, and chose that. I was lucky enough to get what I what I what I picked because I wanted to try to uh, to get assigned to the, to the to the Ranger Battalion. It was then T-H-E-E-V Ranger Battalion at that time, uh, and and thought that that was a, a neat place to try to serve, and worked out okay for me. I made it made it uh, through some time with the 24th Infantry Division, and then was uh, got picked to be a platoon leader uh, up at the Hunter Army Airfield. I spent some time there uh, in 175, uh, and, and, and learned a lot. Uh, I, I finished my my lieutenancy and and uh, and finished my time uh, that I owed back to the army for my ROTC scholarship and was making uh, my decision as to what I wanted to do when I grew up. Uh, and the <laughs> army said, "Well, you know, we we're we're aware of the fact that that you have some foreign language capability just showing up. We don't need to send you to language school. So we'd be wanting to know if you'd be interested in." trying to be a Green Beret, and then you could be back at Fort Devens and be back close to home where you and I are from. And that just sounded like too good a deal to be true. <laughs> uh, and and, and I, I accepted that offer. Had a, I, I actually enjoyed uh, the, the, the Q course despite its, its moments of, uh, of, of, of trying challenge and went on to the 10th group and loved that mission and d- decided to stay in the uh, in, 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 in special forces as much as I could. But in, in, in those days, it was before the branch existed. I, I, I finished my tour as a, as a, as a team leader and a, and, a, and a group staff officer and had to go back and compete with my infantry peers uh, and spent some time in the, in, the, in the mechanized infantry at Fort Carson, Colorado, which turned out to, as I think most folks will know, the, the future home of the 10th group. So I spent a lot of time in Colorado as a result. But once I finished that time at uh, in 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 the in the infantry where I had the privilege of of commanding a you know a mechanized company uh, and and had some uh, good and honest operations officer staff time which from which I learned a lot uh, came back to, to 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 special forces after that and uh, was was with a couple of exceptions pretty much uh, predominantly in tenth group but a few other assignments uh, along the way. Uh, had a chance to serve in uh, in Panama for a little while. Uh, served in the D.C. area in a in a, in a strange organization for a little while. Uh, not the one you'd think, but, uh, <laughs> but but a strange one nonetheless. And and uh, and and uh, wound up uh, as we got close to 9/11. Uh, I was the deputy commander of the 10th Special Forces Group uh, on the, at that time, uh, and in fact, was the acting group commander when the attacks occurred. General Cleveland, then Colonel Cleveland, was the group commander. Uh, and he was forward uh, with with our first battalion that was involved in an ellipse exercise. 
at at that time. And then all of the, the, the air traffic obviously got shut down for a little while. So I was stuck there trying to figure out what to do to help the, the effort as things were ramping up as the acting group commander. And we got, we got a number of curveballs thrown our way uh, on, on, on 9-11. We were aware that, uh, that uh, at least superficially, the fifth group was, was spinning up a bit and had you know, a pretty good idea what they were going to be asked to do or at least asked to consider. We didn't. We we were on the periphery of that, not not specifically or aware of any details, but we mm-hmm. had a, had a clue, uh, and we were asked to to get our mountain and Arctic experts uh, that 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 we were that we had in tenth group. It was a you know part of our mission area to be to be good in those environments. Uh, we sent a couple of guys and some sets of equipment uh, over to help the fifth group guys, and shortly after that. Uh, General Cleveland, then Colonel Cleveland, was able to make it back to Colorado, back to the States. And uh, as it became clear, the fifth group was going to move forward to establish a a, a joint special operations task force. Uh, And it was clear the scope of the the organization that was being put together and what was going to be asked to do, uh, that it needed some augmentation to to, to, to magically flesh out an SFOB in those days into a Jasota again in those mm-hmm. days. And they needed a, a, a lieutenant colonel to be the J3. Uh, I knew John Mulholland, uh, General Lambert was, the, was the, 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 the Special Forces Command CG at that time. Uh, General Cleveland was confident in my abilities uh, there were a couple of candidates, I, as I understand it, but I was asked to go do that. So I picked up sticks in uh, very early October, uh, went to Fort Campbell. I might have spent 30 hours at Fort Campbell and then got on, uh, you know, C-17 with a, with a number of other guys from the group headquarters. And we moved forward and arrived at uh, Karchikanabad and then thus began Task Force Dagger. Yeah, uh, Charlie Cleveland, again, you mentioned him. Uh, he was the S3 when uh, I was down in Panama with a mutual friend of ours, Stu Braden, who we were just talking about offline. So, you know, Charlie <laughs> was a great. to laugh. When we, as soon as somebody says <laughs> Stu Braden, you first, the first thing you have to do is laugh because he's one of the funniest humans on the yes. planet. And he's he is a great unique guy. personality. Oh, indeed. National treasure. He's, yeah. <laughs> He's something. He has a ton of energy, and while he he generally doesn't want people to think it, he is a smart fella. Oh yes, and and, and is a super a super good visionary, a super problem solver, uh, and a team builder extraordinaire. So, yeah, I have I got a lot of history with Stu Braden. That's do you? <laughs> so we can we can laugh about him. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes, and and but what you were saying, he likes to mask how smart he is behind that what I call the stoop persona, you know, uh, <laughs> the college sure jock football player, you know. Um, but yeah. uh, but we could talk about that for hours at a time. But to any uh, to get back on track here, um, yeah. In fact, you mentioned General Lambert; he was the I want to say commander of first battalion at uh, seventh group when I was there as well. So that's uh, going way back. But anyway, yeah, task force dagger, they put, put this all together. How, how, you know, nowadays we kind of, 
hear about them doing this like it's you know nothing because we've had 20 years of experience doing it but how difficult was that putting all the pieces together you know for a joint task force and you know how did it, they just go ahead it was a challenge we have to we have to remember a couple of things one it's 20 years ago and frankly you know at that time the, honest to god the the, the 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 functionality of the internet was new if if even born in many yeah. units in the army inclusive of the special forces world yeah we had email uh we we had some connectivity and we had uh flyaway kits that were you know inclusive of uh, of of, uh, of 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 satellite communications and uh and and and, and tactical local area networks that could be hung off of that but it was very uh constrained particularly when compared to you know what we're now used to so just from a from a a, a communications command and control background or, or perspective backbone we 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 didn't know how limited we were we we, we thought we were cool but yeah. it was it was it was it was a lot less robust than 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 what we needed in, in, in to 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 be to be frank uh it is a good thing that that what was already present uh at at uh, kachi kanabad as fifth group was coming in was an air element uh in the very very beginning uh you know when you know after 9 11 the first thing that was considered nationally as i understand it uh you know was uh to at least get some air power introduced and attempt to do some you know put some pressure on what we understood uh was an, an al-qaeda training base in the southern part of afghanistan not far uh, from kandahar uh and 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 some sorties were flown i don't i can't claim to to describe an ability to describe the specifics of those sorties, but but some things were flown, and there was a search and rescue entity that was established, Air Force search and combat search and rescue entity in two places. One was at uh, Jacobabad uh, in, in in Pakistan, and the other was at uh, Karachi Khanabad in Uzbekistan, and and that we were able to fall in on on that Air Force capability was hugely helpful. Because they they did have they did have uh, for what at the time uh, was decently wide band capability, and they had uh, uh, you know some 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 uh, some network capacity that we were able to build upon. Yeah. So, but it, but it wasn't something that 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 we had done, you know, other than you know what 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 we tried to do with JRTC in those days, you know, with a much smaller uh requirement in a much smaller organization uh and with much less information and and much less unknown uh, mm -hmm. through which to to wrestle so the, the the challenge uh was was gaining the necessary situational awareness to then you know do something other than than, than play unconventional warfare against the krasnovians of, of fort polk louisiana <laughs> uh, you know, and was, everyone who's been there and done that remembers how wonderful that is 
Oh, exactly. And 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 we knew it would be over in two weeks. That was the best part. We were gonna, <laughs> yeah. you know, there was gonna be beer in you know fourteen days, thirteen days, twelve days, and we were gonna get there. But we 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 got to Kachikanabad in in October of two thousand and one, and and we were emotionally prepared to spend years in in against what we weren't sure what we didn't know what and we mm-hmm. and we were trying to cobble together something that the the magnitude of which we had not cobbled together and and then trying to understand something that only a few of us had a very shallow understanding of compared to what we now understand 20 years down downstream of course it was also yeah. a good thing mm-hmm. that we had with us you know of course the the nation was very invested in doing anything post 9-11. Right. What do we have? To, we got to respond. So, you know, the other government agencies were were more than willing to snap in, and they did uh, in order to help us, you know, uh, but both with, a, with, a, with, with, with technical capability, technical understanding, and cultural, uh, historical understanding. So some of the very few, and I emphasize very few American humans that had time on the ground, had relationships, had experience in what was the magma of, 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 uh, of human morass in Afghanistan, they showed up and they were present. They made us smarter than we otherwise would have been by, by exponentially smarter than we otherwise would have been uh, and, and, and helped us sort through wh- what we needed to do in order to attempt to achieve the objectives that were, were assigned to us. Yeah. Cause you know, uh, looking back on that, I mean, you're, you're starting from scratch and you're going halfway across the world. And the fact that you guys were able to get on the ground, get a functional headquarters together, get teams briefed and actually deploy into combat is is all the things that we used to practice. And I was going to mention that at, even though I hated JRTC and I, I don't know of anyone who ever liked going there, but that, that was the <laughs> things we used to practice doing all the time. And you guys put it yep. into action and you were actually able to put teams, you know, in harm's way in a very, very short amount of time. A little bit more time than we were, used to doing it in the JRTC rotations, but those became, you know, uh, you know, wrote memory things, how to do it at, at, in those places. And you become familiar with the ground. We were, you know, as you say, it was, it was, it was, it was denied territory. There was some uh, degree of no kidding real triple uh, A that we had mm-hmm. to worry about. There, there was uh, an unmeasured, but greater than zero for sure, you know, enemy ground capability and and then beyond that the the you know while we knew that all we had to do was offer you know fruit of chicken and magic fire stick to the to the to the gorillas that 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 they that they role played at the in our in our training to that point we didn't know we we didn't some of the some of the the the, the few individuals i previously mentioned from other agencies had a good idea but we did not know what it would take to gain the trust, gain a, 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 a first cup of tea with some of these guys that, that we went we went in to, to wrestle with. 
and, uh, and you know, on our tag team against the people we were going to wrestle with, uh, upon whom we wished to have significant impact. Right. So it was it was an intellectual uh, challenge, uh, enabled by the the experts we had from other agencies, but we were still, you know, in some ways rolling the dice a little bit and had to had to be as smart as we could be. You know, it was it was funny. If you think about, you know, we all, you know, those of us that are that are that are Q course graduates remember that we, you know, we went through the, you know, the academic phase of the Q course where they teach you this is what a gorilla base looks like. These are the kinds of things you should do to to operationally test and vet, and you know, what homework you should do before. There's a giant checklist before <laughs> you before you go and become buddies with this with this you know, guerrilla chief, whatever you want to call them. And they became the monikers in Afghanistan where they were warlords is what we mm-hmm. came to call them. That was uh, the, the, not, not our term, but uh, a term of others, but it was, it was, it was inculcated across the, the, the community of interest. You know, we, 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 it became too onerous to figure out, you know, how do we fill out the Fort Bragg checklist before we say we're going to infiltrate a team? And nobody really scored very well as we attempted to figure out how Abdul Rashid Dostam, you know, did against this checklist. And, well, you got to make sure that the, none of these people are going to become war criminals and none of these yeah. people are going to, you know, right off the bat, you know, everybody in Afghanistan gets ruled out as soon as you start applying all the normal rules. They're all war criminals. You know, we shouldn't got to be careful how we say that, of course. I mean, they're, right. they're, yeah. in a couple of instances, they're now national leaders and friends of ours. But, you know, so-called, you know, but the, 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 the value on human life, the values of, uh, of their society are centuries different than ours. And we needed really to figure out what was more important. And, and, and we arrived at a, at a conclusion that we had to decide, first of all, which of these people really have a goal that is similar to ours today. It might not be exactly the same, but they dislike the same people. They would rather not have those folks be in the ones uh, nominally in charge of their neighborhood not to be confused with Afghanistan writ large, but their little neighborhood mm-hmm. instead. You know, do we, are we, can we agree on who the bad guy is? Do we have a common <laughs> goal? Do we both want to go to that town, that city, and, 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 and become the controlling entity? Do we have that common objective? So if we can say yes to that, we share a common goal today, Recognizing that tomorrow the answer to that question might be different, but today it's the same. We're good today. Then we can ask the second question. Do you have a place where we're reasonably secure, you know, where we can link up and start to make a, you know, some sort of a plan as to how we're going to achieve the answer to question number one? You know, so question number two, do you have a secure backyard? And if the answer to that question is yes, now we have the answer to the first question. We share a common goal. You have a secure backyard. Yes, yes. We can ask them the third question. Are you willing to kill somebody behind the answer to question number one? And if the answer to all three of those questions was yes, then we 
or we believed that we could then do business and we would we would we would give it a go and uh you know we had to do a little bit of research on how good the answer to number two was and we had to do a little bit of research uh on figuring out what the answer to question number one might be tomorrow or next week realizing that once we get to mazari sharif and and we have the most capable uh combat forces can exist in afghanistan at that point now what do you want to do general dostam are you interested in continuing with us or are you just gonna you know drop anchor right here and we gotta go and how is that going to you know impact are we then no longer your friend we had to sort of think through these things how do we how do we make sure that we don't jump to a yes on question number one and then realize that the answer to question number one a week from now is going to cause question number one to not not only be no but now you're my enemy right so, so there was there was quite a lot of uh thought to, to just to just those three questions getting the answer to question number three is easy because you can see them killing each other all day and yeah. figure out you know that, that, they, they, that they've been good. fighting you, since you, what you, there were some of them that were, that were yes yeah. and some of them that were no and that was simple but <laughs> Question yeah. one and two required some thought, and we we had uh, <clears throat> you know, that's 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 where the 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 preponderance of the energy in our command and control effort was invested, and and we were in you know Kachi Kanabad for a couple of weeks. We did there, there was the initial team that we were able to get in uh, early, uh, early October, early October. Uh, with uh, with Fahim Khan and the Jawbreaker team that was with the Northern Alliance and was really the last vestige of what the Northern Alliance had in resistance that wasn't controlled by the Taliban. That you know that wasn't just in some outpost living in a cave. It was the northeast corner of Afghanistan that was still not controlled by by the Taliban. They hadn't uh, pushed all the way. It was close. Mm -hmm. They hadn't pushed all the Tajiki out of the Panjshir. There was still so that existed, and and so those guys were were in. Uh, but then, other than that, we were we were able to sort through how we wanted to manage uh, a, a list of others that were candidates uh, for for partnering, and and then getting after you know what we understood was the first part of uh, of, of Operation Enduring Freedom, what the first objective, what the first operational uh, mission, the first operational objective was. Right. And I wanted to jump back a little bit and ask you, uh, you know, during the Soviet uh, occupation of Afghanistan, as you mentioned, there was other uh, governmental organizations and agencies that were involved with our efforts to help push the Russians out. Would, were any of those guys still available to help, you know, maybe uh, greasing the skids for the teams going in there? Yes, there was some. That's that's a, yeah. because that that's quite a bit of time that went on by the time those sure. uh, twenty years yeah but some, as as you go back to the first part of our our discussion here uh, my I, I want to be careful to be I want to be clear this is my understanding so I okay. I don't I don't. I, I don't know to firmly have reviewed the dossiers on these people to, to and having you know but but it, but I took it for granted that 
the, the, these 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 handful less I mean literally a very small single digit number of 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 of, uh, of Americans that that had a knowledge you know one of whom was a very senior guy who remain unnamed mm-hmm. uh, who I mean he had to be I mean I'm, I'm honestly guessing I don't know his I don't know his real name I know what we called him uh, but he was the the liaison to us uh you know from the ground branch that that was with us in our organization at Kachi Kanabad and he as as my understanding is that he was one of uh the Americans that were involved in 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 helping uh the mujahideen uh, back in the in the in the Soviet resistance times exactly what he did I don't know but he certainly did know he in his brain he knew the this, you know the majority of these people what their motivations were what they would like what they didn't like and 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 uh, uh, to my recollection every bit of advice he gave us was spot on so that, that guy existed on on the yeah. Afghan side yeah on the Afghan side a lot of the of the warlords were were, were the same people some of whom were Soviet trained people. Inclusive of Dostov, you know, who was, well, he's an Uzbek. So that was you previously part of the Soviet Union. So, or well, Uzbekistan was, uh, he's, you know, a, a, a tribal Uzbek in, in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, nonetheless, a Soviet, and I couldn't tell you what the timeline of that was. If he was, you know, Soviet trained as an Afghan recruited into Soviet assistance in the time of the occupation, but hundred percent. That that guy was Soviet trained. So too, there were many others that were that were like that. But but the, but these these guys, the senior guys, were 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 were, were known uh, to us, having motivations and connections in one way or another. There was one guy who came to us later on, after the fall of Kabul. And really, you know, after Anaconda, and he came, he came to us. So this is now April of, of 2002. Uh, this guy is uh, Sher Mohammed Karimi, who eventually became the, 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 the chief of the general staff of the new Afghan army post, uh, post the Taliban ejection. So we're talking in the time frame of 2000. 12 2013 i'm guessing is is the time frame that he would have been the the the, the, the chief of the general staff as the as t-h-e-e-d afghan four-star he was british trained and and found us you know afterwards we were in kabul smart enough to know that he and he was a western thinking pashtun a real small minority of those but he was a Western-thinking Pashtun, and 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 was known to Karzai. Uh, was uh, jailed and beaten by the Taliban, and 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 somehow managed to get out of Afghanistan, and was in and was in Peshawar, uh, Pakistan, when uh, when 9/11 happened, and then was aware of the events that occurred thereafter. But he is someone that 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 obviously is involved in all of what occurred, uh, in, in, involved in uh, in some way, uh, 
in in what the Mujahideen were trying to do in in, in the but 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 then wasn't uh, and then the Afghan civil wars occurred. You had a lot of different factions that rise: Hekmatyar, uh, Masood. You know, the, all all of those gentlemen. Uh, so he is interconnected with with with, with various and sundry uh, leaders of of that time. But he came and was a huge help. His English is better than ours. He laughs at our Boston accent. <laughs> and, 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 and that guy was, you know, so as you want to start to manifest and enumerate who, who was it on the Afghan side that, that was uh, from those days and knew who was who in the zoo, this was a key guy as well. There were a lot of them. There's a long list. We could talk about that for, for hours, Steve. But anyway, the short answer to your question is, yes, a real small number of the American side, yes, a significant number, uh, as I think is is logically imaginable on the on the Afghan side, and that that had to be invaluable for the for the guys going in with the with the the initial teams, because oh, yeah. you know, the fact, yeah, fact, but but the, the those those guys that were still in 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 Afghanistan that the initial teams went in to 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 partner with. Mm-hmm. Those guys that are still in Afghanistan are all, shall we say, interesting characters, you know, as compared to those who left, who didn't didn't remain to fight the Taliban, didn't didn't see that as reasonable. You know, the ones that are in there are, are in there for uh, mostly nefarious reasons. I, I shouldn't say that. So some are there for nefarious reasons. Some are there because they have no option. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. You know, the, the, when we go back to, you know, who is it that we want to be bed partners with and, and, and why is it that the, that the Fort Bragg checklist was, was, was just not reasonable to impose? Most of these guys are traffickers of some kind or have family members that are traffickers of some kind. Uh, are, are real good at jumping fence. You know, they, they, they have to in some way uh, be aware and be connected to the to the Taliban. Most of them, a little less Masood, who doesn't make it to nine eleven, who was assassinated two days before. But his number two, Fahim Khan, you know, not not at all interested in the Taliban. Had his own interests, and we could talk about him for a long time too. Not a yeah. friend of mine. No. Anyway, <laughs> I, I probably carried on too much about that topic, but. That's, uh, that's that's quite all right. This is this is the stuff that a lot of us weren't aware of, and you know it, it's it's interesting because uh, you know we went in there with a lot less intelligence than we're used to working with these days, and that's you, you know kidding. you know uh, nowadays our intelligence gathering is so much better. Our communications is so much better. Well, That's our, our, our ability to leverage the infosphere is is exponentially better. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, how 100%. difficult was it? You know, back at at the uh, joint base, is keeping contact with these teams that are out there. Well, believe it or not, believe it or not, we we actually use SAF Surf's up. Really, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, so we, we, we actually use that in combat. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, they, they, we, we received we received Anguses. You remember that? Yep. Oh, yeah, Angus and, reports. Oh, you got to have one. 
And I mean, we, I say that. I mean, some people took liberties with the format, and I'll I'll leave that topic at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we got, but we we got we we got you know some of them were 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 were, were true religion dudes, and I loved it. We would get <laughs> Boris's from some of them, you know. <laughs> You know, others then would just they 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 just couldn't be bothered with that that old school stuff, and 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 wanted to push the talk. So we had and we could we could put we had we you know in the beginning for sure we had enough uh, bandwidth to do you know we had we had an open mic pretty much you know to be able to talk. It wasn't it was far from perfect, and you know nothing nothing like what we what we currently have. There was some sat phone. We had that. That was less than perfect and less than secure, you know. So it was challenging. Um, but it, but but we could secure sat phones uh, once in a while. Signal quality made that hard, but it happened. Uh, suffice to say, you know, it isn't like we were like we are now. You know, there, there wasn't cellular capability. There, there, there wasn't an, 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 an open chat room, you know, a lot of these things that you, you now you could do from, you know, inside of a, of, a, of a system installed in your, in your, you know, now they all have, you know, U.S. vehicles everywhere. We were running around and we had a couple of, of uh, you know, four by fours and I mean, little, you know, little, uh, what do you call them? Uh, the uh, Toyota Hilux. We had those. So what do you, yeah. what's the combo system in those? You'd be correct, an AM radio. <laughs> Just to re- receive only. <laughs> you know, so, but I think we, everywhere we, you go in the third world, there's a Toyota Hilux somewhere. Oh, so. Yeah, with a 50 caliber machine gun mount with a 50 <laughs> <Yeah>. of blocks. <laughs> you know, it's, it's something. But it was challenging you know the, the teams were awesome they, they they really were you know we had some you know just what you'd think the you know the the the, the and i and i had at that point i had outgrown it by 10 years so you know it's been a long time since i was on you know on a, on an a team carrying a rucksack uh, as i arrived as the j3 for, of the of the task force you know but those boys were those were those were hard men that 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 knew what well, and we we all thought they were they were going in, and we, we it was something. You know, to talk about this for a couple of minutes. You know, we would, you know, when we were infilling teams, we, you know, were hugging, you know, ten, twelve dudes on the on the strip at uh, at, at Karchi as they were getting on to, you know, the the MH forty sevens, and we did not know when or if we would see those boys again. Mm. And you're sending them off to cross the Hindu Kush, where, you know, even from a few thousand feet, you can see, if you look hard enough, you can see these bones. The Afghans would be glad to show you the Brit bones and the Russian bones. Be glad to show them to you. They don't, you know, they, they don't call it the, you know, the the, 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 the the place where empires come and die for nothing. Yeah, but I mean, we, you know, it's a tough place. And and we, and we, but we, those those boys went out there and they they figured out how to 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 get us the information they needed to get us. Some of them like didn't want to talk; they wanted to do it, you know, with the the more secured, you know, digital 
you know, text message communication capability that, that, that was embedded in the radio systems that we had at that time. Some of them did like push to talk. Some of them preferred the sat phone, and it worked better in some places. And perhaps their preference was driven by what actually worked for them, a function of where they were, you know, where they had, you know, visibility of the satellite, where they had, and which which satellite they were using. So there was there was there was some variables obviously that they didn't control, or it didn't matter what they preferred. But they figured it out, and and they they. They pushed through the information that we needed to understand where they were. And what made it easier was, you know, during the time when we were, when we were putting sorties up and we had, you know, arrived at a point where, where air superior, you know, air, air superiority was a given pretty quickly. Then when we had, you know, uh, and we had our own organic capabilities, obviously we had ACs and we had MCs. And we could get the ACs to loiter uh, at, at night. Uh, obviously, we stayed at night with the with the with the ACs. But in the daytime, there were uh, you know Air Force uh, close air support capability with the command and control you know AWACS capability. That those capabilities from from the from the air elements gave us our best connectivity, and then you're able to talk real well. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And that's, yeah, that's always important. And the fact that oh, the yeah. guys were, were able to talk with the ACs, that's... Uh, Played a oh, huge, it was critical. Yeah, it was critical, and and it and it was not error free. Oh, be, you know, yeah. So we we'll we'll probably save that topic for another conversation, but <laughs> or, or maybe or maybe not. But you know, we did. You know, we not not everything worked exactly right. Oh, That's I'm sure. Important, important. You know, it's, we. We we all we all we all made mistakes and I you know, I'll tell you what Steve there are there are some things that wake me up at night to this day that we no could doubt. have done better. Yeah, that and but how, how important you know the uh, this was one of the first times in combat that you know we embedded Air Force CCT guys with special yes. forces and. Yeah. Uh, how important was that, especially in the early going? I know nowadays, again, you know, we do it without even thinking about it. Now you hear about it all the time, but that was like kind of a first. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know that it was a first. I mean, I, 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 I want to say we had, you know, bits and parts of that capability in Bosnia. Mm-hmm. That's a great. Uh, a, I, I don't remember, but but we certainly did it in Afghanistan. That's for sure, hundred percent, obviously, and uh, and and it was a struggle to be sure that we could do it across all teams. And then in some instances, as I recall, you know, we had to forego it because the, the the inventory wasn't. We didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. I think that that was that got fixed along the way. And, and I I don't I don't remember exact. It's long boy. I'm getting old. That's a long thing I don't remember, but. <laughs> Um, we all are. Yeah, you know, man, I'm telling you, the options suck though. So we got to keep it, keep moving one day at a time. <laughs> um, so, but their capability was 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 excellent, and the and the and the connectivity, the, the 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 multifaceted connectivity that they provided was excellent, and 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 they and they are human. So you know they you know like us they 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 made a, a couple of mistakes but their their batting average was awesome and their ability to, to to ensure that we were that we were bringing close air support where it was needed was 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 essential you know the the, the firepower that we brought to bear against the Taliban combat power that was significant. You know, in the in the very early days, uh, was the firepower that 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 caused the tide to begin to roll and continue to roll, all the way through Anaconda. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Uh, you know, when the, when the guys first got there, uh, some of the Northern Alliance commanders, 
you know, we're looking at just a, a dozen SF guys like, you know, what can you what do you for us? Do? Yeah. 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 And then they bring, they bring in a B-52 strike and, you know, that kind of. Well, well some of them didn't understand that it was that that it was a it an airplane. I mean, <laughs> as I am listening to the to the to the discussion and I'm participating in the you know, the command and control conversation with with guys on the ground. I remember one 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 team leader. I wish I could remember this, his name. One team leader who who says this guy this 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 guy thinks as I'm taking my commander's pointer and I'm illuminating the target, he thinks that my 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 commander's pointer is generating the energy in the explosion, <laughs> and he thinks that's like a magic wand. He thinks those those are magic binoculars. He wants to know why he he needs one of those things. <laughs> Didn't realize that that was you know uh, you know putting a, a designator on a on a target that the JDAM then went and found. Didn't didn't mm. understand that. No, I'm <laughs> sure. I mean, these are the guys that were fighting on horseback with you know with sticks. Yeah, with Enfield rifles and, you know, some AKs, I'm sure, but I'm sure oh, some right. of them were still carrying Enfields. Oh, go! I'll send you a picture of one that they gave me. You'll laugh. You could post it. I'm, I'm sure it's not the only one that's floating around, and it's probably, uh, maybe I should be careful because someone will say, wait a minute, that's a war trophy. You're not supposed to have that. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't. I won't, I won't <laughs> tell anybody where I got the picture from. So Okay, I'm going to send you a picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll laugh. But, uh, I think, you know, what, I think what the was... thing would work once, but I have it. <laughs> it didn't fall well, apart and it went bang. Well, uh, you know, you, you funny you mentioned that. I mean, uh, after the the nonsense with Noriega, we disbanded the uh, Panamanian military, made them national police. I don't know right. where they found them, but we issued them these ancient thirty eight caliber revolvers that they must have found like buried in the desert someplace in Arizona that they were rusted pieces of junk, and the ammo was probably buried with them. Because some of them, we take them out to the range and they'd pull the trigger and the round would barely clear the barrel and it would hit the ground like three feet in front of them. So <laughs> I can imagine what some of the Afghan guys in the Northern Alliance were carrying. Uh, but, it's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, what, what, did the, what was the general consensus? I know, you know every place will be different, but the general consensus of the, the team's you know, what uh, what was their feeling about the Northern Alliance guys they were working with? Well, there's a, obviously a range. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and some of it was was influenced by we, we we tried to shield this from the teams, which I think we did. Obviously, easy for me to say that we kicked ass as a command and control entity. We really didn't. I know, I know that we left a lot to be desired, but, but there was pressure. You know, why there's 5,000 Afghans there? Why aren't they moving faster? Why aren't they, you know, en enveloping the enemy and, 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 you know, applying good tactics in order to get there from here? You know, we had a, a, a misunderstanding from some that, 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 
didn't understand that the best that these guys were going to do was walk straight ahead at all at the same time and point their rifles all in the same direction. That was, that was the best they were going to do. They weren't going to do bounding overwatch or fire and maneuver or movements to contact with reasonable tactical security. It's just not, it's just way beyond uh, the rudimentary capability of the, of, 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 of a, of a ancient militia. Hmm. It's just not going to happen. Not not anytime soon. I mean, it was it was the, the challenge was let's get them to a decent start point in these beat up jingle trucks. Let's get them all moving. I mean, we're going to walk in the same direction. We're going to walk at the same speed. We're we're, we're we're and we're going that way. Let's go. And that, that and and we'll try to keep the, the 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 close air support in front of you, not on top of you. You know, so we could do that with some you know, reasonable assurance. So some, some, some were informed by they should be doing better. So they therefore suck. They're not doing so well. They, but, but the majority of our guys, you know, in, in typical special forces fashion, love their G's. Those are my G's. They're obviously right. awesome because they're my <laughs> G's. I, you know, you can't, don't talk bad about my G's. My G's are the heat. <laughs> That's right. You know, I can yeah, talk I that about that my is, G's, but you can't. Don't talk that about exactly. My, <laughs> yeah. my G's will take over the world. Yes, it's just because we're ready, and they <laughs> they and they want to fight, and and they and that, that was true. They wanted to fight. That well, that was not a problem. But yeah, Afghans have always loved to fight, and, yeah, and they're, they're not, not afraid to fight. They're not, not afraid. afraid. No, nope. not afraid to. You know, That's... so I I think that that our guys you know, understood what, what our guys understood our location in the universe. We are in Afghanistan. We are not at Fort Hood. We have no railroad. We have no repair capability. We have limited communication capability. Nobody can read. You know, we have, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're malnourished. We, we don't have a lot of water. We we are we are what we are, and 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 we're gonna we're gonna work with what we have, and we're gonna take this one step at a time, and and we'll and and that's awesome, because it's damn sure a heck of a lot better than the Taliban are in charge, and it's damn sure a lot better than you know Al Qaeda is is moving around in in in, in Afghanistan. They could smoke them if they got them, and and they smoked all kind of stuff because they had it, and. And, and 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 operate with impunity. They 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 had they had freedom of action. They had freedom of maneuver. They had freedom to train and rest and recover. They had sanctuary in Afghanistan. That changed. That changed. And 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 that was the mission: take that freedom of action away from Al Qaeda, so that whatever it is they did to prepare for 9/11 at Tarnak Farms, that that freedom of action went away. If you guys can make that go away by causing 5,000 of your best Afghan friends to change their mind today about the fact that those guys are welcome guests in their country, that's what we need you to do. So if we can get the G's to do that, the G's are the heat. The G's are brilliant. And they were. And how did we lose that along the way? Was it because... Everybody from the military got involved well, because it's because, seemed... because the answer to question number one changed. Yep. 
And we knew it, we knew it would change, but we just didn't, we knew the, the SF guys knew, but the rest of the, you know, di didn't really track that. You know, now, now that we have, you know, made them the, 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 uh, now that, now, I mean, we get, it becomes, this becomes a political conversation at some point and I'd rather avoid that, but right. we, you know, and I, but, but the, the, the fact remains that, that, that the Afghans, we wanted to give them what we called security. That's what we wanted. To, and that's a noble thing to want to do. There was nothing wrong with our motivation, but we, we, we collectively, and then that turns into nation building and blah, blah, blah. But, but to us, security looks like fishhawk. It looks like, you know, to, to the average American, security looks like, you know, Des Moines, Iowa. It looks like, you know, not doesn't look like Detroit, but it looks, no. but, it, but it looks like, you know, you know what I mean. It looks yes. like our neighborhood where we grew up and kids walk to school and, 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 and there's police that, that allow you to cross the street and you can get in the car and go to a gas station. And there's a sign that says gas is $2 and 49 cents a gallon and you buy it. And that's the price. And you can go to the grocery store and buy what you want. And that's security. That's what it looks like to us. And there is, there is a local government that has connections to a state government that has connections to a federal government, all of which, of course, ideally operates. And I'm not passing judgment on how it currently operates in our country because it doesn't. But <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> it, 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 but 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 that's what we think security is. I mean, and I'm, obviously that's a, a very very terse, you know, compressed definition. But we wanted to bring that. Look at how cool this is, you know, Afghanistan. You, you know, we're we're going to help you and 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 our NATO friends similarly. We we need a federal structure. Briefs well. You know, yeah. but the dude who lives in Lashkaga is not interested in being connected to a federal entity in Kabul. In fact, less than not interested, he rejects that. He does not want security. He wants autonomy. And, and he wants to, the autonomy to be able to charge toll at his road intersection for whatever the, the, the you know, whatever price the day will bear, whatever the market will bear at that moment. So he's not interested in putting a sign up for gas. He's not interested in even telling you he's selling gas. He's interested in telling you, I'll let you pass today, but this is what I'm going to charge you to do it. And then, oh, you want gas too? That'll cost you more. You know, and, and, that, and I'm your friend today. You can pass. Thank you very much for paying toll. That's an Olympic sport in Afghanistan. <laughs> and they've been doing they've been doing that for thousands of years. and that again overly simplified but the but the aggregate concept is the difference between security and autonomy federal security local autonomy excellent stuff. that's my belief that is my belief and it is my belief that we have failed to figure out how to provide local autonomy and somehow morphed that idea into what we call village stability, it, it's not exactly the same. Very good. It's well, just not. 
yeah. I, I uh, you know, I, I think back to those times. I mean, this was, you know, the couple of generations removed from Vietnam. Uh, our guys got to put into action, you know, the yep. stuff that SF guys had trained for. And I thought they did a tremendous job because we started from scratch, like you said. And 9-11 took us all by surprise. And guys like you who put together Task Force Dagger. I met General Mulholland briefly once, but I did not know him. I, I knew his brother who ended up being oh sure yeah you knew the sean yeah yeah what a great american yeah just a great sean mulholland was a great american and that was a a a, a loss on a number of levels as 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 uh as his as his as his trajectory changed and ultimately he passed away which was a shame love love sean mulholland but um yeah i thought you guys did a tremendous job there because Again, we're watching it from afar, but, you know, everything, I mean, we saw, you know, snippets of the horse soldiers and uh, that brought back some pleasant memories for myself because uh, we helped, you know, the guys from Charlie Wilson with the mules and and pack animals. So uh, it was great to see that. And, you know, um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? about that time, what it was like, and, you know, your time there? Um, I would just say, I would just say this. Uh, one, it, it, you know, if, if I were asked, I would do it again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and would do the best I can. And Well, think, think would, how much hope, better hope it, it, it would have went if we had right, all the... what we know now. Yes, yeah. with all the, with all the material and communications yep. and intelligence and, now, and how smoother no, it would. Knowing, knowing the mistakes we made, and, and, and we 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 made a lot of good decisions. Uh, and then obviously, you know, we got to we got the first part done. The Taliban, you know, when you think about it, we had at the, at you know by by the middle of November there were maybe maybe a hundred Americans on the ground in, in, in Afghanistan and, and, and we ejected the Taliban from power and, and, uh, and, and took away the sanctuary uh, from Al Qaeda that they had previously enjoyed in Afghanistan, hundred Americans, not too shabby. Nope. And I, think we did, I think we did a pretty good job. So I would, I, and, and, and that, that we have struggled to then figure out how to sustain that. Which I think is is understandably challenging, a function of the environment of Afghanistan and the fact that it's it's not Fort Hood, Texas, it's not Fort Bragg, it's not Fort Polk, it's Afghanistan, and it's it's literally the middle of nowhere. Uh, it it is interesting that 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 you know we're in a hurry to leave now. I mean, on one hand, I understand that. Uh, on 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 the other hand, I'm I'm not sure why we view it as something we must, you know, totally walk away from when uh, we 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 still have presence in Germany, we still have presence in Korea, we still have presence in Japan, uh, just to name a few places. Mm-hmm. We still have presence in 
Well, it isn't like it was when you and I were there, but we still have this. There's still Americans of various flavors in Panama. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I missed that place. place. <laughs> uh, that was a that was a great assignment. But there was, um, anyway, you know, we're 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 we're, we're talking about uh, change that has to occur over time. It's generational. And and. My belief is that there is that there is a, a, a right answer somewhere between keep doing what we've been doing and do nothing at all. Somewhere between those two extremes, there is an answer to how we do the very best we can to sustain the victory that 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 I think is 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 poorly understood with respect to what was achieved in Afghanistan in two thousand one two thousand and two. If we were uh, as a society, able to understand a little bit more between stability and autonomy, a little bit more between federal institutions and uh, and, and 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 local warlords, tribal feudalism that 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 still is something to which we could be nominally connected in a manner that allows us to be aware. And, and have some freedom of action to ensure that the that 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 that, that, that international terrorists don't take root in the manner that they did uh, in in the in the decade preceding uh, 9/11. There's there 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 is an answer somewhere in that gray. And if I could leave everybody with that thought, maybe they'll eat their Wheaties and think about it. Maybe have another cup of coffee, be better caffeinated, uh, <laughs> and generate the energy necessary. Uh, and and the the motivation necessary, the, the the national will that we need in order to do the right thing in the 21st century. I don't know that I'm the smartest guy in the room. I know I'm not, actually I know I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I know a little bit about Afghanistan. Well, you're the smartest guy in this room. So, as it was listening, but there's some smart fellas in our regiment. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And but that, I, that I was appreciate the... the opportunity. I really do. I I, I hope that uh, I hope that that, that 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 what I had to say resonates with folks. And if there's something you want to talk about at a future event, don't don't hesitate to track me down, Steve. You know where to find me. Absolutely, I, I do. I I definitely know how to find you because, uh, as we mentioned before, you know, you and uh, your neighbor. Uh, <laughs> that has to be an interesting neighborhood right there that's all i can say come on that. over brother there's, there's <laughs> funny stuff happening in this neighborhood every day <laughs> uh, yeah i don't doubt that for a second as we both know Stu. so uh yeah he, he told me you guys worked together in europe and uh, i can only imagine what that was like having worked with him i think i told you on the phone and i I spoke with his dad, who uh, sadly passed away not too long ago. But yeah, not long ago, right? Yeah, I spoke with his dad on the phone one day, and and uh, he's like, "Here, talk to my dad a second. He had to go run and do something. We were down in Panama, and his his dad said to me, "So you're my son's XO because I was the warrant on the team." And he's, I said, "Yes, sir." <laughs> and he's like, "Son, you have my sympathy. That's all I can say." And he goes, "And I love the fruit of my loins." <laughs> He he told me something similar the other the the second time I had Stu on my hand receipt. He said, "You're you're you, you're Stu's supervisor. 
Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> he patted me on the shoulder. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. I'll tell you one, one other real story real quick. And, yep. and, and then I got to run. But we, we, you know, we, we did some work and re- deservedly to get Stu promoted to 06. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that was one of the best decisions the Army made, but we had to do some work to do it. And, uh, and, and so that happened. And his dad then, and we were in Stuttgart, and his dad came to, to, to Germany to see that, you know, and his mom. You know, all of which was very cool. And we decided to have his dad read the orders, to publish the orders. Oh, wow. Awesome. Was awesome. You know, so you get a guy like that who then reads the words, the President of the United States proposes special trust and confidence in my son. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Mark. Gives me pause thinking about it now. 25 years ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's time flies when you're having a blast. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, Steve. Thanks well, thank, again. Yeah, th- thank you for taking the time with us today. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we've been talking about Task Force Dagger. Uh, I think it's relevant now because those were the first guys into Afghanistan in 2001, and now we're getting ready you know, to, to pull our guys out. And it's the end of a, a long relationship we've had with uh, our, our folks over there in Afghanistan. So, but before we go, if you want to get soft rep on your phone, download our free mobile app and get easy access to our articles, podcasts, gear reviews, all perfectly formatted to your device. Please subscribe to softrep.com to get access to our library of eBooks and our exclusive team room content and forums available on all your Apple and Android devices. We want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, We always appreciate our listeners and our readers. And thanks once again to our uh, guest today, Mark. uh, You know, it's been a a lot of fun, and I definitely would like to do this again soon. Sure thing. All right. For all of us here at SoftRep, we'll be back with a, uh, another podcast for you guys really shortly. You've been listening to Soft Rep Radio. New- I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.